Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Online Darts, the live lounge. It is Monday, the 28th of September. As always, joined by Jonathan and Jack Gobby Garwood. Gentlemen, good evening. How are we? Yeah, not bad. Not bad, PB. Uh, lucky to see, by the way, we've all got for the jumpers on tonight. It has been a very cold weekend here in the UK. Uh, Gob's gone with the jumper. Me, uh, me and PB have gone with the white. And Gob's gone with the black, it would seem, from this one. It's slimming. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, to, to be fair when, I'm in, when I'm in control of the keys, anything guys, I can make us look whatever we want. <laughs> That's a very good idea. Very good idea. Uh, no, it, it's been a bit of a mad, uh, a bit of a mad few days, hasn't it? Really, lots to talk about, um, and uh, something happened that we all wanted to happen. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm confident in this that the big man. Unless anybody's been living under a rock for the past 24 hours, the big man, Devon, has won a PDC title. Yes. Immense. Love it. But we'll come on to that well, shortly. Devon Pearson will feed Devon Pearson will feature quite prominently in the show. There's no doubt about that. But yes, guys, it, um it's been an interesting week in the dying world. Never never ceases to to amaze us, obviously, the news broke early on in the week that the Players' Championships will not be at Minehead. We're not going to Butlins this year. We kind of all knew, but it was just a case of having it rubber stamped. I did laugh that Butlins put it on their website first. I'm sure that wasn't meant to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Definitely um, not. But, um, but no, I, I'm gutted. Gutted. Absolutely gutted about this. God will tell you how much I love the place. PB will tell you how much I love the place, viewers and listeners. Minehead is unbelievable. God, we're not going to be part of Dave Allen's Barmy Army this time, which is which is a real shame. Mate, I'm, I'm tired. Right, first off, let's start by saying how rock and roll darts really isn't. Like, we're sat here disappointed we haven't been to Blackpool and Minehead of all places in the UK this year. <laughs> right. It's not exactly the Ritz, but it'll do. It's, it's, it's what gets us through. Uh, but they are they are two fantastic events, obviously, due to restrictions that, that just can't go ahead in, in, in their guys, and we look forward to them coming back next year. But Minehead is fantastic. Like, even if I can't get there as media in the future, I'm, I'm booking every year to go as a fan, be it UK Open or Players' Champs, because it, it's just fantastic. It, you go for the experience in the weekend, and, and whilst the darts is, is superb, you, you get a choice of who you want to go and watch nine times out of ten. Um, the entertainment and just the entire weekend around it is just fantastic. Yeah, yeah no, but, but for, for people, yeah, but for, but for people next year, I, I stress this now. If you obviously, it's a bit, a bit, a bit if you want, if you want to try and book for the UK Open, um, but if you haven't already booked for the Players Championship next year and you can roll, you haven't rolled over your booking, do so. Just do it because it is an amazing weekend. I actually think that. If you are not as interested in the darting side of things, the, the players' challenge is a bit more better, Gob, because they've got more of an opportunity for you to go and have a, a drink on the Friday night, in particular, because the Friday's a bit touchy at the UK Open. But they always have great entertainment there. And if you, this is for someone really who is who, obviously a lot of our viewers are interested in, I mean, listeners are interested in the darts, but the weekend alongside it just makes it so uh, definitely, definitely, definitely go and do it if you get a chance to. Just throwing it out there, I know obviously it's going off topic, but we touched about the places we haven't been. I'm not a fan of having two tournaments at the same venue. Not a fan, never have been, never will be. However, would you prefer Butler Chicken I was about to say, we could do the Golden <laughs> Triangle, we, we could do Butlin's Minehead, we could do Skeg Vegas, and then Blackpool. Could you imagine the carnage Please. in the Golden Triangle of the UK? Oh my god! That would be a bit closer for us. We might be able to get there in less than six hours. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, definitely. That last road is stuck behind a tractor for God knows if how long. Yeah. Yeah. If you're on a tractor on the A39 where you're going down from Butler's as you get down on the M5, you might as well just try and just you know just just write it off. You're going to be there for about three hours. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, that, the Golden Triangle would be amazing. I'm just going to wait for the room to fill up slightly. Um, Jar, have you put it out on social media that we're live? Or do you want me to do it as we're freestyling uh, for a second? Yeah, I put, I put it as all. Put us all, put us all live on socials. We're all goods. Uh, just going to retweet it now. Uh, make sure as well that you tell everybody uh, that we're live right now. Just retweet our tweet. Uh, find us on at official ol dart. We're also on Facebook as well. Um, so make sure that you go and like it, share it. Let us know that. Let everybody know that we're live with us this evening. And uh, yeah, go and do that. Yes, right, guys. We'll come on to actually what happened in darts in a minute. But I feel. There's probably only one place to start the show, I think. I think it's probably right and just about on on point. There was some interesting news, shall we say, broke last week. 
that this man yeah, that. has decided to 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 come back. Um, I think it's very much split the darting world. To be to be no, fair, to say, I, wouldn't I, I wouldn't even say that. I, I wouldn't even say that. I'd say that the majority of people think, like Gob just said, "What an idiot!" Yeah, I don't get it. If uh, if you support his return, right. you're first for natural selection. You're a goner. Right. This is this is how we identify <laughs> the stupid people. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, pal. Yeah, you know, don't, don't, don't hold back. Four weeks in a row. Four weeks in a row we've had this question. Should he make a return? Should he come back? And every single week we've sat here and shot it down like clay pigeon shooters just having a scrap or whatever. What is he doing? <laughs> what I'll, tell, is he doing? I'll tell you what he's doing. I'll tell you what he's doing. Money and grabbing. It's just greedy. Money grabbing. It's all... Right, the big fairy tale year that he wanted didn't happen. Didn't make anywhere near as much money on his final year because that his was his own fault. Maybe if he went, that was his own fault. Maybe if he went to pro that tours. was his own fault. Yes, the final, and then the year that he wanted of all the exhibitions went out the door with COVID and everything else. So purely money orientated. Now I have to say, I actually think he will get his tour card back. I don't. No way. See, no chance. I think on he's being clever. Right he'll get it. He'll get it through the European one. The European one isn't as strong, in my opinion. No, but he'll go to that. But, yeah, but you still see some top names miss out. Correct. I I, I got a funny feeling Correct. he will nab it through that. However, however, if he does, that's where the problems then start. Getting his tour cards the easy yeah. bit. It's then if he there has to go to Wigan and yeah. Uh, look, I'm just going to go on. Just, well, I've just, just lost all here. respect for him. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Great. I'm like, not a fan of him. And... Right. I can't Sorry tell you where I was. Judgment. <laughs> I bet. I bet. But I, no, I, I, I can't tell you where I was, but I heard about three o'clock in the afternoon that it was happening. And I was just like, where's the neat vodka? It's five, must be five <laughs> o'clock somewhere. This is acceptable. <laughs> yes, agreed. So just going through, by the way, you're talking about uh, European Q School, right? So this is who came through. These are the people that missed out this year. You've got Zoran Lurkbacker. You've got Cody Harris. Thibaut Tricolor, who, Tricol, uh, Tricol, decent player. Rusty Rodriguez. Dennis Nilsson. Barry Van Peer. Ronnie Hybrex missed out on a tour card as well. Uh, you know, Michael Unterbuchner. Justin Vantagal. Kevin Doetz. There's some big names that have missed out on some on, um, on, on, on you know Jeffrey the Jeffrey Giraffe. He had a great he had a great uh, chance as well. Now I am not suggesting that Barney can't maybe make it maybe go and make a run for a day because if it's your day it's your day. But he is not winning a tour card through the order of merit. Simple and as plain as that. He's not good enough anymore. He hasn't been good enough for the best part of what God three saying. years. Four? Across both days, or across both Q schools last year, look at some of the dross that qualified. Anything yes, but, can happen. 
Yes, but <laughs> look, that, that's to be fair. Look, if you, if you look at, if you look through it, and we're being honest about it, most of the dross, as we would call it, no disrespect to anybody in there, probably came from the UK, UK Q school. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't disagree. I mean, look, so you know, so so if, if you that way, you know, Dirt Van Dumbode has been doing bits, Wesley Harms hasn't really done much to the other, Dirt Telnikus has been brilliant in, in patches, Carlos Sedlacek's been fantastic uh, throughout the year, Boris Kuchmar has been probably one of the most improved players so far that we saw at the Autumn Series, Martin Clearmack has been doing bits, Daniel Larson, Christoph Kuchuk, some big names there, I mean, I'd actually think, I'll argue that probably UK Q-School was the weaker one of the two. Let's just be thankful that the Premier League picks have done after Q-School though, eh, Gob? Oh, right, like <laughs> I just can't. I literally cannot fathom another handout to this man. I, I just can't. Right, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, if he gets his talk card back, does he get a World Series spot somewhere? If he does, I'm done with it. I'm telling you now, he can go and hire someone else. I'm done. What is what is he done to justify any more handouts? Right, he's a five-time world champion, four of which are in the BDO. Yes, his switch made the change, but actually, in terms of his achievements in the PDC, he's massively underachieved. James Wade has achieved more. Adrian Lewis has achieved more in the PDC. For a start, right? He he doesn't deserve this in in terms of PDC accolades because he's a five-time world champion. Right, four are from the BDO. Remember. That's where we're going with this, right? But remember the contempt and the disrespect that he held his fans with last year is ridiculous. And the fact he signed a three-year contract, like, no. That tells you that tells me straight away it's all about money. His announcement, his comeback, he had five brand new sponsor patches on his T-shirt. Five. Yeah. I went back and watched his last game to make sure they were all different. One of them was the same from his World Championship lot. The rest of them are all <laughs> brand new, different sponsors that will be putting at least £40,000 on his chest. He's not even a tour card old yet. There's no guaranteed TV, no nothing. If the PDC give him any handout, they might as well start doing what they do in the snooker and bringing back anybody they fancy. Phil Taylor will be on the door going, why are you doing it for him? Phil Taylor did far more for this game than Raymond Van Barneville ever did. Achieved far more and, and knew when to go. He didn't hold his fans in contempt. Barney should have left his darts on the stage in Rotterdam. It was perfect. And money made him stay. Right, and then he's concerned and playing the oh, I'm not going to qualify card, and I'm really up against it. And then was going to exhibitions in Blackpool before the match play. This is this is the thing, right? This is where look. This I I am probably the biggest Barney fan on this show. Would I would, would we say on this one here? Is that a fair Easily. comment? Say? You can have it. You and, can have that title. <laughs> thanks, pal. And even I think this is ridiculous. Just enjoy the bloody retirement, Barney. It's ridiculous. And he got just me like, into darts. We know this. He just just stay at home. Watch it on your big sofa. Watch it on that big sofa, unless you haven't already paid it off. I don't know, but in, in that case, probably why he needs to put why he needs the money. But I, I'm with you, Gob. The amount of contempt that he had. He talks about, oh, I want to go to the match play. I want to go to the Grand Prix, and then doesn't turn up to pro tour events where you can potentially qualify for this, and decides to go to exhibitions instead. Nah, sorry, nonsense. Absolute nonsense. And I think that this is a right, ridiculous, ridiculous thing for him to do. That, that's Barney done. Before we come on to and the it'll be European interesting. Tour, 
without saying too much yeah, so, more, it would be interesting now he's back under DRA regulations if he gets his tour card. Right, guys, um, some usual suspects on, on the chat. Good evening, everyone. And, of course, tonight, joined by Chris Mason. Mace joins us on YouTube. Good evening, buddy. Seven to four, by the way, for Bayern to get his tour card back. Mason has just told me really? seven, to, seven to four for him to win his tour card. I think that's an absolute great price, I have to say. But we've done that. shocking price. Off the, Lay that bet. Lay that bet immediately. I'll happily take it on now. Lay your money. I'll happily lay a bet. Put that on the Betfair Exchange. Uh, other gambling sites are, of course, available. Gamble responsibly. Um, of course, get your questions in across the chat on YouTube. We will answer them as we go along, or we'll find spots for them. Right. The Euro Tour was back, and it didn't disappoint. Oh. And Jar's Jar's a fan of the 180 song. Have you never heard that before? Because the message you put in our WhatsApp no. channel was almost unbroadcastable. <laughs> 180 is was my favourite song in the world. <laughs> dreadful. Um, it was started, dreadful. Started oh, on my God. <laughs> We're not going to go through every game. I was all be here all night, guys. I'm just going to pick out good performances until we get to the, the latter stages. Um, on the afternoon session, it kicked off. Decent one. Scott Waits. Put in a good performance. I was impressed by Scotty Dog. Looked somewhere back to um, his old self. Um, first leg, 24 last, and I think he went 12, 12, 11. Good stuff from Scotty Waits. Four, four 12s in a row. He, he was fantastic. Um, yeah. He looked every bit of the former world champion that he is. Looked every bit of the Grand Slam winner that he is. Um, we've spoken about it before and are disappointed, but understand why he didn't make the move to the PDC sooner. Um, but if he keeps putting together good runs and good results and finds himself back on TV majors where he's been there and done that before, unlike a lot of players that will be coming from where he is in the rankings to qualify, it'll be a tough draw for people. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, I'm going to go skip down to game number three, and I love this game. Richard North doing right, bits, winning a game. Northie's back. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Love <laughs> that. Great, great game. Five three down as well. And the, the, the dart setup he had, a Phil Taylor target dart, which I can't believe. This was from a while back because it was like the goldy, browny coloured one with a Devin Peterson back end. Genius. Absolute genius. Yeah. Big, big fan that, that of Northie's not work. That no, setup should not work with the barrel shape and the length of the stem, but it sticks up perfectly for him. Like it's absolutely mint. I don't know how he does it. He's got a little bit of a twirl in his hand when it before he lets go of it. But oh, he's hilarious as well. Let's be honest. Like he's a couple of pence oh, short Chris of a pound, Davies. I think, but he's absolutely mint. I don't know if you haven't <laughs> seen it. Check out Chris Dobie's Twitter or Instagram. I can't remember which one it was on. But he recorded Richard North coming back to his room after he'd won. Just comedy genius. Absolute <laughs> top draw from, <laughs> from, from Northie. It really, that was one of my highlights of the whole weekend. Um, skipping down, disappointed with Boris Colts off against Steve Lennon. I expected more from Boris, if I'm being honest. Didn't didn't perform yeah, yeah. at all. Yeah, it was a great game, to be fair. The thing is, that I think Steve Lennon just did what he had to do, didn't he, really? Let's be honest about it. Boris never really got going. But Steve just does what he does, I think, is a, is a good way does of putting bits. it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what the Irish do. Boris for a long time. 
and I, I, he's mm. one of them you're still waiting for them to deliver like when he's on it his a game is scoring it's unbelievable but he doesn't hit that level often enough and yeah yeah just un- unplayable but again he's one of those ones he just doesn't hit that level absolute, often enough he's an f- absolute first art merchant as well if his first art sat in the t- top of the treble 20 plum upright then the other two are gonna absolutely clatter off of it but the adjustment just isn't yeah. there at times um, moving through, Cody Harris, disappointing after such a good performance last week on the World Series against Lucas Vayner. Just, look, don't get me wrong, Vayner actually played some really good stuff, but for the first four legs, Harris was averaging like 77. He did the roles reverse of what Chizzy did against him last week. Yeah, he's another yeah. one that you're still waiting for him to, to kick on, aren't you? I think he's he's been around yeah. for a while now. We've seen him at a few of the World Series events, at the World Cup of Darts. And he's obviously got talent. He's obviously got a game, but he's still without... Is he still without his tour card or has he picked one up now? He's uh, picked one up now, I think. Still, still... Yeah. yeah. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, he might qualify to the other way. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, I yeah. thought he was still dev talk, uh, so, uh, Not dev, challenge. Um... He's he's a bit like Boris, in my opinion. When he turns it on, he's exceptional, but he just doesn't do it often enough. He, he doesn't deliver a solid enough B game that, that makes me think he's he's got a career as a professional dart player, to be honest. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd go with that. And probably the last one of the afternoon sessions, Merv King. Oh, my days. Where did that come from? Awesome, Merv. Uh, he, looked, he looked good on stage as well. He, he shifted some timber doing his Amazon deliveries. Um, and he looked really good. The action looks silky. His action has always been pretty good, I think. He is one of those that, that likes to find an excuse when it doesn't go his way. But shifting some of the weight for him can't be a bad thing for a man that's had that many back problems. Like, his balance just looks better. He, he looks so much more confident. Again, he, he just got that bit of fight. And I think he's he's been there, done that around long enough. The break will have done him good. He's got that bit of fight again back in him now and he's more than capable of putting together some good runs. He still believes that he can go on and win titles. That's all you need. 100%. Moving on to the evening session. Quite, I'm going to start with the first game. Danny Nopper. What a weekend for the Dutchman. Looked unbelievable. Yeah, again, looked good, like saw, when we spoke about darts earlier, Danny Nopper's setup again should not work. I've got no idea how that thin dart yeah. in a kite-shaped flight, how he gets it to stand up. Because it should be going in like like that, like Taylor's used to. It's like the old Taylor knitting needle. Um, yeah. But mm. I'm absolutely superb from Nopper, and he's really stamping his authority on this Dutch number two position. There's a lot of chat in and around, and right now I'd be amazed if Nopper doesn't go to the World Cup. No, I agree. No, go, go on, Gob. Go on, Gob. Go on, I just, I think no, he's, he's gearing up to put a run onto the top 16. I genuinely think he's playing that well. Obviously, he had that run last year where he made the final of the World Series. Yeah. After qualifying for the finals itself. And he, he just looks very good. He's very consistent. There was a point last year where when we were talking about TV events, I was saying that, he was the player that I wanted to play in the first round because he'd had a couple of early exits. He didn't look too confident on the stage, but he's building that up again. Let's not forget, when he was in the BDO, he was quality. He was pushing Glenn Durant 
for the number one spot yeah. and was was joint or second favorite for that world title when they met in the final. Like he is an exceptional dart player, and I think he's taken him a little bit longer to settle in the PDC and didn't quite have the impact that Glenn did, obviously. But he is an exceptional dart player, and I, I think if he carries on playing the way he is, he will put on a run to to see him maybe break into that top sixteen. No, I, I agree. I think you think he's very, very close. Uh, won't go into too much in the game, but pleased to see Adam Hunt winning on the stage. Put a lot of work yeah, in. Nice really to see good. him get some, some, some just results. Steve West against Clements. Clements didn't play well, but Steve's, you can see, he's carrying a, some sort of injury at the moment. He didn't, like he was hobbling across the stage at one point. You really hate Clements, don't you? I'm not, I'm not sold. I'm, I'm not even going to hide the fact I'm not sold on Gabriel Clements. And we'll come on to another German player in a minute who I am sold on, by the way. Let's, um, let's do it. Let's do it now. Clem- let's do it now. Let's do it now. We'll have this discussion. We'll have this discussion now. One, one that got the same it. distance in the league. Here we go. It is Jason Lowe against Nico Kurtz. And it was the young German coming out 6-4. And he is mint. I'm telling you. Mint. Now, now before we before we cluster this, I need to talk this now, right? Jason Lowe should not have lost that game for four two up, in my opinion. Should not have lost that game. Um, but Nico Kurtz did well to come back and win. There's no doubt about that. Nico Kurtz is special. He's a talent. Gutted not to see him today in the world champion, the world youth. Think he could easily walk. Yeah. Could, could easily go to a final on on his day. But. I will maintain that Gabe Clements is, for me, still the best German player. I think he, I think on the floor he's been doing bits quite comfortably. On the stage, we still need to see a big TV performance against him. You know, he lost that game against Ratajski, but he's getting there. And I think that I, I do think the German giant is still just the number one. But I, but I'll happily tell you now that I think that Nico Kurtz is number two, and then a certain other German player is number three in Max Hopp. But that'll probably if, if the Germans are listening in the uh, in the comments, they're going to go. They're going to go that. They're going to go mental about that. But uh, <laughs> look, I think, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say that Nico Kurtz is. I put it in yeah, the WhatsApp true. chat and I'll say it live now. I think Nico Kurtz is German number one now. No, oh, no, he's no. not though, is he? He's <laughs> not. He's just <laughs> not. Hasn't done enough for me. No, I think Max is. Max Max is still German number one. That's what the ranking suggests. And he's still been there and done that more than the others at the minute. I still think he's he's got that level above. Yes, Nico is is shown glimpses of that. I think we started bigging Gabriel up. He changed to a bigger name manufacturer, and I think he's struggled ever since. Um, I'm pretty convinced that his downturn in form after he was picking up Pro Tour events has changed since he got new darts and since he got a new darts shirt and is under that that big name. Um, I, I still think he's quality. He, he just needs to find a bit of form. But Max is still the German number one. I just think no, he's that not. he's not been the German number one for two years. I'm just just thinking that I'm starting to put in a moment until he finds something. Clemens in the same bracket as Ian White. No, I'd still maintain that Ian White's better. No, Ian White's purely and simply because Ian White has done better. Ian White, it, it, yeah, because Ian yeah, White has in, won many, many titles on the on the Euro Tour and the Pro Tour. Yeah, yeah, but as in plays well on the floor and doesn't produce his best on TV. You mean he's an inverse yeah. Dimitri? 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Um, let's not, speaking let's of, not talk yeah. about him, by the way, because I'm still fuming about the fact that he's 50 to 1 for the Grand Prix, but I'm sure we, we might touch on that this week. Yes. Uh, Max Hop getting past Reese Robinson, 6 2. Fairly comfortable. Never really pushed Max Hop in that one. Um, then the run of Devin Peterson started, bashed up Jeffrey Deshwan, if we're being honest. Um, Deshwan, mm. out of sorts. Again, I'm not sold on his game at all right now. Only averaged 83. Deshwan, Devin, fairly comfortable. We'll come on to him more later on because there's no point in getting excited in the evening session on day number one, as we all know. <laughs> Big game, second last on. Dobes beating Ryan Murray. 6-3 doesn't really tell the story of that game. Ryan Murray played well, but a lot of pressure on Dobes' shoulders because he, he needed to win um, to get into the Grand Prix and cement that spot. He did that, showed his class, showed his maturity. So pleased for Dobes after missing out on the match play. Moment blank then. Yeah, no, Adobe is one of Darts' nice guys. Go on, Gob. We like him. I'm a moan about. We like him. (laughs) He's one of Darts' nice guys. We we think he's got the talent. He's shown glimpses. He he played a lot of Darts over lockdown, and we were expecting him to maybe kick on a little bit sooner. Um, Was unfortunately had a lot of ranking money drop off. I think. but he, he is a quality dart player. Again, he, he's one for the future. He'll keep building. He'll keep building. Um, his scoring's fantastic. But he's one of them as well that you wonder, can he handle it when the big pressure's on or, or will he get over the line in one of those big games? Like we talk, spoke about Joe Cullen getting over the line towards the back end of it. We're still waiting for Dobie to really go on one of them runs and then and get to the other side of it. No, I agree. He's, he's made, obviously, then, he's made a, a group semi-final. When you're running into Michael Van Gerwen in a, in, a, in a Grand Prix semi-final, it's difficult. Um, and he's obviously made the Players' Championship semi-finals against a Gerwin Price that had just become the be- started to be, in that conversation, the best player in the world at that time in November. So he's getting there, he's getting there, but he just needs to win a tournament. That's the kickoff. Agreed. And then final game, bully boy Michael Smith, the world number four, unseeded on the Euro Tour, but gets rid of Alan Tabin. Convincingly, does Bully Boy. Um, so there, right. Moving on to Saturday. Here's where it gets interesting. The seeds join the fray, shall we say? Again, another packed double session. Um, sorry, we haven't got all the scores in the evening one, but I just nicked the graphic from Lou at the PDC, as always. Um, <laughs> and that was well, it. Well, 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 of it. Um, but Chizzy again opened up good performance against Lucas Vayner. Played again, Chizzy just out, just bossed him. Is the he averaged 108, Phil? He didn't just outplay yes, him, he'd outplayed pretty much everybody on the entire day. I said, I said out, Dave Chizzy looked very, him. very good this weekend, right up until the minute he lost. Yeah, but isn't that Dave Chisnell? Isn't that Dave Chisnell over? Plays what? It is Dave Chisnell. That is literally Dave Chisnell the whole time. He looked very, very good right up until the minute he found a way to lose. Yeah. I still don't understand how his action works, and we say this every time. No. Um, 
Merv King backing up another good performance. Went over the ton average or close to it. 103, beating Jermaine Wasamina 6-2. Um, again, Jermaine struggling at the moment, I think it's fair to yeah, say. Yeah, massively. Only average massively. 92 and a bit. Um, needs to find something from somewhere as he's going to, he starts to defend an awful lot of money coming up. There. Yeah. Then he does. Yeah. The, the third game, the result that almost caused absolute carnage later on in the weekend. Danny Noppet dumping out Adrian Lewis. And I say dumping out because he did absolutely dump him. Hundred and one average from Noppet. Six two. Just outclassed him. Let's be honest. Yeah. And to be honest, we, we say this a lot about Lewis, and so do a lot of people, and a lot of people have said it over the weekend. He looked good. He was just nowhere near Danny. He, he looked very good. He, he is one that relies on his first start, and he is not as consistent with that as, as some others. But, I mean, I'm glad he is in the Grand Prix. He is a player that we obviously like to watch and been around a long time. Um, but like we said earlier, Danny Knopper just looks class at the minute. Yeah, so Lewis getting dumped out there left his well. No, tell you right then we didn't think his Grand Prix spot was in danger. Then did we? Let's be honest. Right then, we we didn't even look at the possibility that he might not be. However, no ranking money going on Adrian Lewis's tally caused huge problems later on, which we'll come on to. And then Daryl Gurney dumping out Gabe Clements. Impressed with Gurney this weekend. You could the sign worked. On his action a lot over the last yeah, three, four weeks. Um, a real been solid Gurney a lot since he survived in the Premier League. Yeah. He switched off um, a couple of no. times in that second phase, but actually since then his return, he looks very, very steady, very solid. He's not throwing anything stupid. He's not throwing like a low 80 average or anything. Like he is throwing very, very consistent. He's taking good performances to beat him and he likes the Grand Prix. No, I agree. So I'm just replying to a few comments on YouTube, so the scans keep coming. Um, Nathan Aspinall, again, not in any danger against um, Horvat. Again, easy for the Asp, if we're being honest. Durant against Scotty Waits, a repeat of the 2019 BDO World Final. Enjoyed that. And again, Durant was pushed in the early stages. He had to... Um, he had to dig deep in that. Waits was in the game for a lot of it, but 6-3 flatters Glenn Durant. Well, no, sorry, not flatters him. He didn't play badly, but Scott Waits played better than what that scoreline suggests. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it was a yeah. good game, good scrap between two that have met. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it's a very solid game on the Euro Tour. What more can you say? The Euro Tour is the greatest tour of professional sport, as Dan Darts Dawson has told us on many occasions. Uh, last game of the afternoon session, Rob Cross beating Willie O'Connor 6-3. And again, signs that Cross has been putting in some work. The throw looked yeah, better than it's this was a big surprise. in months. Um, when we look at Massively. the stats here, Massively. solid 96.5 average from Cross. But it was just the throw. It looked solid again. Where the darts were sitting flat. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, impressed by that. I don't... I don't I, yeah, I, I, I don't see why I don't see 
why why this is this, this isn't a big enough story. I think Cross has played really really well. He just ran into a a player that has been putting in the work. That's the uh, that's that's the god's honest truth. He's he's just been play, putting in work as big dev. Sorry, I, I, we, we we'll talk about that game. I'm sure in a minute, but that, Cross played well. He, he, he looked he looked a bit better. Yeah, well. You know, sod it. I'm sure people will know. Most people will know in the chat <laughs> now. Since Cross, since Cross got uh, knocked out of the Premier League, I think that did him good. I, I think if he'd managed to hold on, he'd have got battered week in, week out again. No confidence. He needed, despite the fact we've been on a massive break for God knows how long, I think he just needed that little bit of extra time after he'd been back at competitive dart to know where his game is, go away, work on a few more things. He looks solid. I'm not sure he's, he's going to get back to... 104, 105 average, dominating tournaments and, and picking up world titles again. But the amount of titles he's won with his B game since, like that, that's what Rob Cross does. So who's to say he can't go on and do it again? Yeah, definitely. Uh, moving on to the afternoon, or sorry, the evening games. First one, oh my days, how much pressure was on this game? The Ferret, Johnny Clayton against Dobes. Right, so Doves are pretty much guaranteed his place with the win the night before. Pretty much. He still could have, but he looks like he'd done enough. Johnny Clayton was outside the World Grand Prix spots. He needed to beat Doves. Loads of pressure on the ferret. And as Dan Dawson has said, never write off a ferret. What a game. 6-4 to Johnny Clayton. but Just a damn good game of darts. Both players... Averaging well, just looking at it now, Johnny Clayton, 99.95. Chris Davey, 95.13. Just a really good game. Yeah, just a really yeah, solid like, game of darts. And I think the two of them, the two of them played fantastically well. The two of them were involved in an absolute scrap, which is not a surprise for the two, which is not a surprise at all. And Clayton came out on top and did what he had to do. God, really, that was that was the the key of it. He did what he had to do. and He came through brilliantly well. Simple as. Yeah, yeah. It's another right. instance. That I was literally just saying it about Dobie going. Is he going to win that that game that really matters? And obviously he he does get away with it with a result three games later that that effectively seals his place at the Grand Prix. But at that point you are looking at him going, well, that's another opportunity missed. And if he keeps missing these opportunities when he's playing well or or what we perceive him to be playing well and, and carrying steady form, you'll then start to think, if you're Dobie, is it ever going to happen for me? I'm playing well. What happens when I'm playing bad? That sort of thing. So. Yeah, he gets away with this one and hopefully he makes the most of it um, without spoiling what happens in the draw. Um, but yeah, Johnny <laughs> is a bit good. He's a bit good when he wants to be. Then the contentious one of the night, uh, Max Hop beating... That's an understatement. Um, 6-4. <laughs> um, for those that haven't seen it, uh, check out Ian White's Twitter. He was less than impressed and I, I'm with him on this one. Uh, the German crowd. I've got I tweeted for him. Any favours? Yeah. Uh, do you know what, uh, PB? PB, I'm just, I'm just gonna say this now. I'm gonna let Gob have this one because Gob absolutely <laughs> loves the Euro Tour crowd, particularly in Germany, don't you, Gob? Piss off. <laughs> Get the beat machine. You're editing this. I can say. <laughs> that says you're right. <laughs> um, Fair. All right. I'll I have said this. 
since day one, I am all for partisan, patriotic crowds, supporting, cheering on their player. Do that as much as you want. But the minute we allow the game to descend into silence and whistling while the op- the opponent or the player you're not supporting is, is on the throat, we've lost it. Yes, the PDC probably have made this off their own back with the party atmosphere they try and project and that and by not stamping out. But I'm not, I used to have a go at the referees, but I don't think they can do much and I don't think they're really allowed to do much. It's all well and good them standing there saying, thank you, please don't do this, please don't do that. But there's, there's livelihoods on the line. Right, and it's yeah, just no, wrong. I, I and, agree. Don't give me, don't give me their professional sportsmen that should be able to handle it, because constant background noise or cheering for your opponent or singing or whatever you can handle, right? Because that noise is constant. That immediate shriek or change of volume that you're not expecting on the throw, that is a major put off. Your body's instant reaction to that is is to tense, and that makes your dart drop low. It, yeah, it's I, just I've, ridiculous. I've got no issues with booing or anything like that. It's the whistling that is the issue for for, for me. I've, yeah. I've got no problem with someone sat on a double. If they boo, I've got no problem with that because that's part of the atmosphere. They cheer when you're at one eighties. They boo. That's not so bad. But it's that it's that whistling that I I'm with you. I hate it. Um, and it did cost. Yeah. Ian, it did cost Ian White. Um, but yeah. Max Hop goes on and wins. The great game itself wasn't great, to be fair. Um, spoiled no. by that. Um, yeah. Right, mental pseudonym beating Jess. Go on, go. I was the, the commentary said that Ian White will be more annoyed with his own performance, which I understand, but to still be at four all and for it to happen at that moment of the game as well, it, it does turn the game. White gets an opportunity to go five four up. Instead, he's five four down with Max's throw. Like that's massive. Yeah, no. I don't care how no, bad the I'm, performance I'm... is from White, he still shouldn't be subjected to that. No, I'm I'm with you. Uh, third game, Mensal Sulevich, Jeff Smith again. High quality game, six four to Mensal Sulevich. Um, again, both both play well. Same for Smith. Shame for Smith, though, because obviously you've got Smith, obviously was one of the ones that we touted might qualify for the Grand Prix. He just fell off a cliff over the last uh, last two weeks, unfortunately right. for him. The, 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 the autumn series did him in, didn't it? In terms of that, um, yeah, totally agree with that. In three yeah. times in five days. Yeah, um, Michael Van <laughs> yeah. Gerwen beating, beating Steve Lennon 6 2 again, comfortable for Michael Van Gerwen. Um, Steve Lennon didn't really He's trouble back, him, it, Phil? correct? We'll, look, <laughs> there's signs. Um, we'll come on to what happened what on Sunday, car, which I, <laughs> <laughs> um. Peter Wright beating Michael Smith 6-3. Wright was just good. Michael Smith played played well, 97 and a bit average. Um, but Wright, 106.76, 6-3. High-class finishing. Then the Polish um, eagle, Krzysztof Ratajski, broke, broke my heart. Oh, <laughs> what for Northie, bless him. <laughs> But yeah, Bless uh, no, I don't get I, I like both players, but again, class shows in this ten points difference in the averages and a six-two scoreline. You um, you can't hide that fact. Class tells. Right. Um, then retires is a level above. What we haven't mentioned, by yeah. the way, is that both North and Jeff Smith missed doubles for the nine. 
There was nearly three this week. Uh, Dragon Team Corvac was another Back. I was going to say he missed one as well, and someone else did as well. Yeah, yeah mental. Uh, the Iceman, Gallowin Price against Devin Peterson. Look, most Great people know Devin Peterson won the title. Of darts. Most people know that Devin Peterson won the title. Hashtag spoiler alert. However, this was the game that he dodged the bullet, and in every tournament, somewhere he needed a little bit of luck. Dev had his ear, but. By Christ, what a game of darts from both of them. Men, absolutely men. Game, uh, this is probably the game of the weekend by a long, long way. Uh, this was class. Uh, Peterson coming back from, a, from a, what looked like a ridiculously uh, difficult position to be in. You know, I think it was 5-3 down, wasn't it? Or 5-2 five, uh, five, down at one stage? 5-1. Or 5-1 five, five, down, in fact, one, actually. Yeah, 5-1. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, ruled off five straight legs. Unbelievable comeback, 102.6 average. The man is doing bits. And it ended the winning streak at 17. But and a bit of a spoiler alert for the Grand Prix, potentially. Is that a good thing for Price that he has finally lost a game? Like it was in the UK Open when he lost in the Premier League, when he had that ma- magical run in the Pro Tours as well. Yeah, I think it's One good of those before the Grand Prix things. he's lost. I think it's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just just a magical game of darts. Um, Joe Cullen beating Adam Hunt again. Both of them, it was a good game to be fair. Both of them decent averages. One break of throwing it. Adam can be pleased with his weekend, and Joe Cullen does what Joe Cullen does. Right, here's a game that I've got issues with. James Wade against what, Joe Cullen against Adam Hunt. Oh um, right, fair enough. Right. First of all, should the game have been moved, gentlemen, in your opinion, and the protocol that has been followed before? No. No. Should not have happened, I'm afraid. Sorry. It's the rules, is it not, Gob? I don't know. I've never read that one. This isn't me dodging it for for James either. I I don't know why it was moved. Really? Really? I don't. Really? You, you don't know why it was moved. Well, it missed its flight, didn't it? Well, yeah, look, if, if yeah. you're not there, you... Right, all, all I'm saying is, is if James Wade wasn't playing Nico Kurtz, would they have moved it? The German no, fans wanted to I think an allowance has been given for Corona and current circumstances. If this was mid of the last year and somebody misses their flight, not a chance, right? But they've obviously taken the decision that it was out of his hands or, or something. They must have. If it's your own fault for missing your own flight and there's, there's something you could have done about it, then chances are you're not getting this. If it's out of your hands completely, you're still making an effort, whatever, then they've made it. At the end of the day, we've waited long enough for no darts. It was played on the same day. Yeah, all right. Maybe there is a little bit of favourable treatment occasionally, but they got to play. Like that's the fairest way, in my opinion. I'm, I'm not convinced, and they've set a dangerous president here. Corona or no Corona, they've set a dangerous president mm. because. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. If they kick someone else out now in January, there's problems because they're going to go. Hang on a minute, you didn't do it for him. Also, as well, if this is a pro tour and he didn't show up, 
then it wouldn't have happened. That would be the kickoff, regardless. Uh, also, as well, I, I don't know. I, this this just wasn't this just wasn't good for me. And I, I think you, I'm with you. That had the German player, had it not been a German player, that game would have been moved and waived or forfeited. I, I, I'm with you. I think. All right. So say you say he plays Michael. Say that game with James Whale against Michael Van Gerwen. There's no way that game happens. No, nope, agree. Totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. But totally agree. To be fair, it was decent. But in fairness, after that, James actually played really well. In in fairness, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's go back to the game. Um, James yeah. played really well, but fortunate yeah. for me. I think it's a right. Fair we need way. to move on to Sunday. Yes, I'm just teeing <laughs> up, John. Teeing we, it we up. Need to move on to... We need to move on to Sunday because I've got some big discussions to have about the first game of the afternoon, PB. I'm ready for this one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bow down all, to I the king. To... What a man. Bow down. What first of all, the man Mervyn King is. As, as everyone knows, I, would didn't, I didn't see the game because Sunday start, shouldn't start on Sunday till 12.30. Fact. After football. This, yeah. The, after Sunday morning football. Um, so I didn't see the yeah. game. All I've seen is the... You'll get shit for that on Twitter again. You'll get shit for that on Twitter again, PB. You know that. Oh, yeah. I was oh, yeah, freezing my ass off in Grimsby as well, and I still managed to watch it on my phone. I was busy kicking people. I mean, <laughs> marking people. <laughs> <laughs> this game, then, I'll talk about it, because I love to talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen... PB in our WhatsApp chat said he's back after beating Steve Lennon. Couldn't find him. APB out for Phil Bars where this game was going on on Sunday afternoon. Mervyn King, <laughs> six. Michael Van Gerwen, <laughs> one. Now, without without word again, I won't that's, go too hard. That's a lot more for Mervyn than it is for, for Michael. Also, very quickly, right? That's this is the first time we think he's beaten him in five. Yeah, it is. Five time, first time in five he's beaten him on the Euro Tour. And I won't go too hard in on PB because I like working for online darts. But on a serious <laughs> note, this, this is the serious note here. MVG just... Yeah, correct. <laughs> you know, Phil said it. Phil said it can make it into anything I want. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> on a serious note, on this one, really quickly though, Merv just absolutely destroyed him. Envy just didn't look comfortable up there. I, I, what I can't understand is, from what he looked like on the Saturday evening to how he looked on Sunday afternoon, I don't get how the difference there will happen. He's that inconsistent. And this is what we're talking about, this vulnerability. Was he playing with Old Faithfuls this weekend, BB? Yeah, yeah, the Old Faithfuls were there. So, so it, uh, again, it's not the darts, clearly. It's not the darts. It's never been the darts. <laughs> I just think that obviously I, I saw the stats and he was one from eight MVG on the doubles again I didn't see it but when I got back in the car to get home to take over on the live blog I looked at the stats and one from eight it's just like what's gone on there I think yeah, at best that's still missed, only missed four starts. to five points on his average Merv's still playing better than him Merv still played a lot better than him. Merv, Merv Relish is playing MVG at the minute. I think despite that atrocious head-to-head, they've had their their words over the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, I, I think Merv's had the be better of him for the last probably. 18 months, to be fair. No, never. But I, I genuinely yeah, think Merv's, Merv's had the better mm. of Michael. 
for for eighteen months. To I wouldn't a year. say that. I wouldn't say that. That's a that's a bit much. You beat me in the UK Open. Go to, go to the Grand Prix last beat, year. Yeah, but game of the year though. By the way, game of the game of the tournament, and then as well as well, he beat me in the Players uh-huh. Championship quarterfinals for a kickoff as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, and yeah, right. So I, I wouldn't say that, but anyway. great performance by Merv. Absolutely excellent. Anyway, we're, 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 we're brushing over that one. Moving on. Anyway, no, sorry, guys. Um, no, Berkey, it might be. Tremendous stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We've got other stuff to um, talk about. Sec- it's a busy show. Second game, Jack- James Wade, 6-1 over Mensah Sudovic. 103 average from James Wade. Mensah didn't play badly, but just bossed by the better player. I think it's a fair one for that one, guys. We don't need to dissect that one too much. No, not really, However, no. no. Game, num- game number three. Oh my days! The ferret is rattling round the holes on the Euro Tour, um, an abysmal record against Peter Wright. However, six three to Johnny Clayton, and again a damn good game of darts. Um, Johnny got a little bit nervous towards the end, but it was a crazy, crazy time when we lost the world number one and the world champion in three games. Yeah, I t- yeah, it was, and I, I still yeah. think Peter Wright's the best player in the world, despite this loss. Like Johnny's putting a good performance. I don't think Peter Wright played badly. I just think his level of game is so consistent at the minute. Um, I think what we've been saying about him for the last few weeks is he looks that confident on stage where he just doesn't look like it matters to him if he wins or loses, and it's not going to affect him afterwards at the minute. And I think. He needs to adjust that a little bit. That there needs to be some more fight and desire in him to to pick up wins constantly. It looks like he's just happy with playing well rather than happy with winning ugly. Do you know what I mean? And that's all well and good. It's like Man City last season. They played some fantastic football, but they finished thirty points behind us. Right? It's all good did looking pretty, but that? you need to did start you, did, keeping did those want, wins. Did you just want to mention that? Did you just want yeah, to by the way, we're two show. up against Arsenal. It's one in the background. Go on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> he, uh, I, I just think he is exceptional. He, obviously, as stupid as this is, I think he needs to be winning more. He's world number one. He does have ambitions and intentions to go and catch Marco van Gerwen and take that world number one spot from him. And as we know, come the end of the year, once the world championship money is taken off for the minute, they are level. He needs to be putting in a run now. Why Michael's playing badly? Because it won't last won't forever, last will forever. it? Let's be honest. <laughs> no. It will not last forever. No. He's too good for it to last forever, no. right? And even if he, he drops off for three months, he could still go and turn up and win the Players' Championship final and then put in a half-decent run the worlds, and he's still world number one, and then you've got to go after him all over again. So he needs well, to make a little bit now. Picking up things like... Euro tours it, and that is is the best way to do that. And yes, you want to peak for the well, big ones. Like and that world is so heavily weighted. Sorry, Jar. That world is so heavily weighted right. that you want to peak for that. But if you can pick up everything else on the way, you can fall around earlier to Michael and still compete for that world number one spot. Well, this is how it looks like at the moment. Michael Van Gogh is on eight hundred and thirty thousand two fifty, and Peter Wright's on eight two eight five. So uh, it's very, very close at the moment. But obviously, that doesn't take into account who, if, if anybody wins anything or anything like that. So that's going to be quite interesting uh, for the race of the world number one spot. Definitely, again, another game in the afternoon I session. Sorry, 
Sorry, can I just say really, really quickly? I, I say it's going to be really interesting. MVG is going to comfortably be world number one. People are trying to make this out to be more than it is. Load of nonsense. Comfortably going to be world number one by the end of the year. Dave 20 quid says he's not come January 2nd. I'll have that back now. I'll take that now. £20 on, on MVG not being world number one. There we are. There we are. Other bookmakers are available. Yep. However, come to the online Darts Live Lounge and you get a nice evens bet with anyone. £20. That's a nice £20 then. Nathan Aspinall. Chizzy beating Nathan Aspinall 6-3. Damn good game from both of them. Again, they're, they're good mates. They enjoyed it up on the stage. Again, you can't fault any of them. It's just a damn good game of darts. Danny Noppet continues yeah, your run. Chizzy all looked good over. until he lost. We'll come on to that in a minute. Um, Danny Noppet beating Max Hop 6-4. Again, impressed with Noppet. I think the four legs flattered Max Hop, if I'm being honest. Um, I think Noppet could have won it more comfortably. Missed a few darts early doors that let Hop in. Um, but yeah, Daryl Gurney beating Glenn Durrant 6-4. Again, the early stage of this game, Gurney raced into a 3-0 lead and played some good stuff. Again, probably the best. This is interesting. Best look, does or does... Does a does what does a does. He rallied back, but yeah, to try and reel in those that leg, the legs was just too much towards the end, and Gurney wins six four. Yeah, this is an interesting one, I think, for me because Gurney has been and Durrett have played out some really good games recently, and uh, I think Gurney's still a bit cheesed off that he lost to him at the Worlds. I think personally, yeah. So that, that could be quite interesting one come uh, come December if we get to see that again. Yeah, no, completely. Uh, Big Dev, the run carries on. Beat Rob Cross 6-5 in a last leg thriller. Uh, Devon average, Mint bang on 100. Game. Rob Cross, 96, like we spoke about earlier. Rob Cross, two good performances in a row. Signs that he's back into a routine that he always talks about. His routine is so important to him. But man of the moment can I, gets the job I, done when it yeah. needed. Can I be a very bullish man here for one second, just before we go on any further? Uh, Depends how silly you're going off, to be. All, Rob, if Rob Cross doesn't, if Rob Cross doesn't win a major this year, he will not be in the Premier League next year. If Rob Cross does not win the World Grand Prix, the European Championship, the Players Championship Finals, or wins or makes a final of the World Championships. He will not be in the Premier League next year. I haven't got it in front of me. Where is he ranking-wise money after the Worlds? Yeah. He is. He's, top four, he's, in, uh, he's number four. Yeah, he's number there four at go. the moment. Because obviously he's only, he, he's only he defending a first run, run, isn't he? They had a bully. He needs one good run, so they had a bully. Yeah. Or hope that someone from the so back I, doesn't come I, in. I... So, I well, so maybe, what, maybe ranking what, them getting. Yeah. Thing I is, think okay. I'm fully expecting. Should... I'm fully expecting it to go back to ten players next year. Yes, Gurney's one that's in danger. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, but he's playing the third. I think it's one. Things at the moment. Chizzy's number nine as well, and I don't think he'd get in at this moment in time if you want to be honest, because Gary's at 15. And we all know this. Gary made his box office. He, if he, it doesn't matter Gary, if he's Gary, world Gary, number Gary, 102. Gary he's going in. 
Yeah, yeah Carol will get the slow bit. Exactly. Um, so yeah, you've as only got long one pick there out of the top, out of the top eight. To <laughs> 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 anyway, sorry. Uh, quick one. Uh, move it up. Move it up. Move it up quickly. But I, I still don't. Yeah, I still think Cross is going to be in danger if someone else goes to the mad one. Last game of the afternoon. Uh, Ratajski beating Joe Cullen six two. Joe Cullen didn't do a lot wrong. 96 average, just Bratajski, nearly 107 average. Boom. Cheers. See you later. Job done. <laughs> now, there's He's one good, who is in contention. He's, He's a in bit contention good. for a Premier League spot at the moment. Did you really just say that? Well, look at his ranking. Doesn't he go Sorry, to seven think... or eight in the world after the words? Doesn't Bratajski uh, go to seven or eight? Yes. He goes to... He actually, goes to he goes to 13. Goes thirteen oh, in the world. Thought, I thought I read somewhere he goes to seven or eight. No, does is the one who goes to seven. Dimmy's at eight currently. Right, okay. Ratajski is I think uh, Ratajski on thirteen, but Ratajski though all he needs is one big run at a TV event because he hasn't done anything on the television. Nothing. Absolute yeah. jack. Well, he needs a nice right. first round draw, which I'm sure we'll get to later. But he keeps getting jagged. He's got that. one. He's got one. He's got one. This year. He's got one this year. But it is my issue with Ratajski, though. Right, he's box office as a, as a player, he's mint. However, does he tick the boxes for the Premier League? Because we all know it's a if different there was a, criteria it, 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 to anything else. Yeah, if, if, there was a, if there was a Premier League event in Poland, then absolutely he would do. Uh, if, if we were going to yeah, Warsaw right, for a night, right we now, absolutely would do, but we're not. <laughs> but yeah, no. But right uh, now, does, does he yeah. tick the Premier League boxes? Only if he wins a major. I mean, Hashtag I, I think there's enough. Barry even called it that today. I mean, I think... Sorry, Barry called the World Grand Prix a major today on the door. So therefore, there are majors. No They're TV majors. titles here, They're Philip. All majors. <laughs> They're all majors. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Rule number one. Championship the world right. of right. Metrodome's a major. Um, that, that's, Look, that's my concern. I think Ratajski's got enough backing in the UK. He's got enough backing in the UK. I think there's enough serious darts fans that understand just how good he is and have been watching his rise in the PDC over the last two years. I'm concerned a little bit about the lack of Polish darts and you almost want a Euro Tour there first. I think... If he can force his way into the Premier League by winning a major or putting himself in that top eight, then they've got no choice. And once he's in, it'd be very difficult to get him out of there. I just think he needs to force all I'm his way in is, the door first. All I'm saying is, Barry left James Wade out when he was world number five. If Barry wants to leave you out, he will leave you out. Barry's got a problem and my mate James, I'll go and have a word. What have I always said? Rule number one. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's always right. I know where he lives. <laughs> yeah, in a great big mansion. In tell Eddie, tell Eddie, tell Eddie. There's going to be another boxing match in his back garden if he starts leaving my mate out again. <laughs> Why he's never going to be in the again? Why he's never going to be in the again? Moving on to the evening session quarterfinals. Uh, first one: Mervyn King against James Wade. James Wade, disappointing in this one, only averaging 87. Merv King, 99-62, comfortable for the King. I despise um, this draw. 
<laughs> Second one. And it's going to happen again. And it's going to happen again in next week. I'm so happy. The, the ferret no, against don't, Dave Don't Chisel. make me make you leave it again. Another <laughs> last leg shootout in the Euro Tour. What Six a game this was. Both of them, uh, Johnny Clayton, 103.86. Dave Chisnell, 102.93. As we say, Chizzy found a way to lose a good game because he was up in that. And was <laughs> he up 5-3 and the ferret won the last two? Yeah, five, yeah, well, the last three, yeah, five, three. Five yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> great game. Great game. Yeah. Uh, Noppy continues the run, beating Daryl Gurney 6-2. Another 99 average from Noppy. Steady as you like. And then in the final one, Devin Peterson. Good. Yeah, agreed. Devin Peterson beating Christopher Tyski 6-3. Again, another all-but-ton average from Peterson. And again, another good game of darts. And here is where it gets interesting, ladies and gentlemen. It's the semi-finals. The king against the ferret. And it's the ferret that makes the final. And it's because of this result, Adrian Lewis is now at home sweating. 7-3 to Johnny Clayton. And now we're thinking, oh my. And we say this because... The way the rankings worked, if Johnny Clayton goes on to win the Euro Tour, he jumps back into the top 16 in the world, knocking Adrian Lewis out of the top seat. And Adrian hasn't done enough on the one-year pro tour order of merit to be in that top 16. We didn't see that coming, did we, gents? No, we spent three weeks anybody on the back of any piece of paper and scrap we can find to work out qualification permutations. And we completely missed that one banging our face. <laughs> up yeah, until this moment. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, up, up yeah. until this moment when all the Adrian Lewis fans are now starting to mass panic on Twitter. Yeah, they were. They were really worried. <laughs> Bless them. Uh, no, but yeah. yes, it was, yeah, it, it was, it was interesting. Certainly very interesting yes. when we found that out. We were like, oh, <laughs> oh, this could actually yes. happen now. Uh, yeah. I, I honestly Jack think this one in this game. Yeah. Merv, I think this one, Merv just, just ran out of steam a little bit, which is a shame. Yeah. But Clayton played very, very well. Simple as plain as that. Yeah. No, I agree. That's my and worry for Merv in the future as well. I'm not sure he's got enough in him to go a full day. If he's going mm. to pick up something, it's going to be something that's played over a few days. And the problem is, the, the more you get to events like that, they're just over such a great distance for yeah. the actual match itself. He's going to struggle. Something like the Masters would be a good one for him to have a crack at again. Second semi-final. Not blowing nine nine Devin Peterson. <laughs> again, another good, game of, another good game of darts. Noppy just coming up short. 7-4. But again, played well, but Dev just did enough towards the end. It was nip and tuck at the start of it. But Dev, the last few legs, showed his class and beat Noppet to reach another final. So the final was set up nicely. Obviously, everyone knows the result now. Hashtag spoiler alert. We'll do the runner-up first. We'll have a quick chat about the ferret as if he appears. Um, good to see Johnny mm. Clayton back playing well um 
had a little bit of a lull in form. Yeah. Dropped back out of the top 16, but has bounced back extremely well. And again, now he's on the, the cusp of re-entering that top 16. That race from 20 to like 15 is all very close at the moment. It really is, isn't it? Like, you look at the order of merit at this moment in time. You've got, obviously, Bunting on 224. You've then got Doby on 228.5. Clayton's on 232... Uh, sorry, 23425. Then you've got Simon Whitlock on 243 and Adrian Lewis on 246. That top 16, as we've always talked about, gentlemen, that holy grail, the, the, the secret handshake club. If you get in there, very difficult to get yourself out of it. And Adrian Lewis there would have been gutted if he'd have fallen off of it and would not have had a chance to go to the World Grand Prix. Look, great from the ferret. A great weekend for the ferret. It came really out of nowhere. He didn't really perform brilliantly, I don't think, at the Autumn Series. There wasn't really anything that stood out to me that well. Um, and yeah, he was just good. Just very, very good. But I want to talk about Devon's run in a minute. But ferret, you know, the ferret didn't exactly have a, a you know, a, an easy run. You know, playing Mervyn King, he's then got to go through the, the world champion, Peter Wright, got to go through Chizzy and Dopes. It's not exactly, a, a you know, an easy run, but Gob, PB, the man in front of us, has finally won a PDC title. And I, I think I speak for the entirety of darts when I say I could not be happier to Big Dev. No, Genuinely could not be happier. Been one of the nicest blokes. Yeah. He's been mint all it's... year. All it's year, been, it, it's been coming. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, we all know that it was it was on on the horizon. He almost did it at the Autumn Series. Choked a little bit, thought about it. Thought, I'm about to win my yeah. first title here. But corrected it here because he never looked in any danger in this final. I think the loss in the last final actually did the world of good here because he knew what he'd done yeah. wrong. Totally. Coming into this one. Yeah, definitely. I just, if um, you told me this time last year that Devon Peterson was going to win a Euro Tour or, or go in two finals in the space of three weeks, I'd have laughed at you. This time last year, I genuinely thought he was more likely to lose his tour card than he was to go and win a European Tour. That just goes to show how much work the man's put in. The just meteoric rise he's had in the last year. He's been exceptional and it takes a lot for a player to especially at the professional level, to go away and almost redesign themselves. He's tinkered with his throw, he's changed his equipment set up. Um, obviously, he's worked a bit with Wayne Mardle, which I think has, has helped with his mentality as well as the way that he, he plays the game and his action. And he just looks fantastic. He's genuinely nice bloke. Um, I think his commentary and stuff, he's been working with this guy and everything has given him that little bit of hunger as well. Sitting there and commentating and watching other people play darts to that level that you know that you've got in your locker, you're like, well, why isn't that me? And I think that's given him a, a fresh chance to go at this. And my God, has he delivered? And he's a threat for everything up until Christmas, at least. I'll say this now, very, very quickly. Again, this... By the way, he's run this this weekend's run. Can we just talk about this just really briefly? Going through a Jeffrey Desvan, no matter what you might think of him right now, he's a former two-time semi-finalist, you know, UK uh, the match plays, sorry, he's a match play semi-finalist for Christ's sake. He's a good player. You've got Gerwin Price, the best player in the world currently on Planet Darts, beating him and ending his 17 unbeaten streak. You then got to go through Rob Cross on the final day in a last leg decider. Uh, you've then got to go uh, through uh, Christopher Tyson. You had just hit 108 
against his foot last opponent. They're going to go through Danny Nopper, who have been playing brilliantly well, and then Clayton as well in the final. That takes some stones to come all the way through there, especially when I think he just wanted to get to the Grand Prix. I don't think he would have been too bothered if he hadn't won this title until he got to the final day, because he'd obviously got Gerwin Price. But to do that, when you've already got to the Grand Prix, to be in that position, that's just mentally good, man. It's just so good. And I'm with you, Gob. I, 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 mean, I don't know if we are going to touch on the Grand Prix draw, because it is mint. But at this moment in time, 33-1 on Big Dev seems... Yes, but 33-1 to on Big Dev currently at this moment in time seems a steal of a price. Yeah, no, and another thing for me, this advocates Dart's coaching because he knew yes. he had a technical issue yes. with his throw. He identified the issue, worked hard to put it right, and is now seeing the benefits of it. And let's be brutally honest, there are a lot out there that need to do the same because you can see there are technical issues with people's throw, stance, release, whatever, and they bury their head in the sand and do nothing about it. Everyone else should take a look at this. It's not even... Every, every other sport in the world has a coach. Golfers, whatever. Because as a dart player, you can't see what you're doing wrong. So having another set of eyes is always beneficial. That That's the biggest point there. Like The fact that darts thinks or dart players are into this mentality where no one's ever really had a coach before, so they just think they can get by. It's the second set of eyes because I don't think they're naive enough to think that it will just come good or that they don't have issues and they're not working on them. I just think that they start working on the wrong things and a lot of it's based on feel instead of what somebody can actually stand there, look at you and physically tell you what you're doing wrong or what's changed in you over a certain amount of time and trying to compare there's no like video analysis or anything you then start looking for old videos of yourself on youtube to see what you're doing differently what have i changed is my release point off and it's just not that easy to do there's enough coaches out there now in the uk well obviously way model's fantastic paul nicholson they're ex-pros there's other levels of, of coaching available in the uk if, if you go and have a decent look for it like the fact that there aren't more coaches on the tour is beyond me. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, don't disagree um, don't right, at all. Right, man, from there... Partly, which is I, I had a waste of four years at uni and go and learn to do some coaching because I'd make an absolute killing now. Right, we're going to... Before the questions, we're going to run through some of the things that happened in Planet Darts over the weekend as well. First up, this young man is going to be on tour next year. And oh my days, is he going to be a whole lot of trouble for people? Keen Barry securing um, his, his tour card. Just great stuff from the young man. Also, Ryan Meikle qualifying for the World Championships, topping the Dev Tour order of merit. Um, so yeah. great stuff. But Everybody excited here is to see the Keen Barry back on is tour. great. Yeah, yeah, very Vampire getting the talk back. Amazing to see. But can on, I just say tour. quickly, PB, with with um, with by the way, Irish darts as a whole, including Northern Ireland at the moment, Gurney, Dolan, Lennon, O'Connor, and this young man. Irish darts. We, we, talk, about the, we talk about the northeast. <laughs> Clean get exactly correct as well. Kieran Tian for a kickoff as mm -hmm. well, and. Uh, 
We talk about we talk about the hotbed of darts currently being in the northeast of England. Looks like the island of Ireland is challenging it at the moment. But this young man's going to be mint. Yeah. Can't wait to watch him. 100%. Right. And then from there, the World Youth last 96 today, we have a final. I don't think it's the final many called at the start of the day. However, if anybody there, called this Brad final, Hicks. if anybody called this final, give me tomorrow's Euro Millions numbers now. Because nobody called that's this. That's not being disrespectful I, 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 either, but like, I, I would never have been able to call this because I'd never heard of Joe Davis until about six o'clock this evening. But you had heard of him, we are in trouble. Some breaking news whilst we're on the live lounge, checking my I feel, feel like Sky Sports News, just checking my phone on deadline day, got someone on the inside, can confirm from Tom Cousins, his manager, online darts, they're going to do the first official interview with Joe tomorrow. I shall, I shall read the transcripts. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> hi, mate, do you want to do the first interview? Do you want to do the first interview with Joe? Uh, yes, please, mate, that sounds great. No problems. I'd love to message but want you to do the first one. But want you to do the first one. So we are there we are. We will have something with Sweet. Joe. Sorry for not knowing who you are tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Joe, uh, we can't wait to learn about you tomorrow, actually. That's probably the best way of putting it. Yeah. But no, uh, on a serious note, by the way, Bradley Brooks, what a turnaround for him this year. He's been looking pretty good on the tour, looked very good at the UK Open as well in patches. And obviously for Joe, uh, reading from what the PDC have obviously sent us, which is great. Cheers, boys uh, and girls, obviously. Uh, he, he's a decorator normally. And he's played in two UK Opens and now he's going to be at the Grand Slam next year. We have our first two Grand Slam participants in 2021. And if he wins the World Youth, then bloody hell, that would be one hell of a story, would it not? 100%. One hundred just confirmed. So by the way, Brian Brian Roman followed up by Jeffrey Deswan. That's yeah, yeah good. That's not a... He's he, he's done right there. Right, guys, we are briefly going to come on to this subject. However, there will be a full show on it next week, so we're not going in deep on it now. However, the draw for the World Grand Prix was made this morning, and at the time. Oh my god! I was I was in the I was in the middle of a two hour dentist appointment having double root canal work, and I come out to this. Oh nice. my freaking days! Where the hell did this come is this? Okay, okay. This is a question for you two and for our viewers as well. If you listen to the podcast, this is why you need to listen, watch us live. Is this the best first round draw of a tournament I have ever seen? A, a, a question to everybody as well watching. Put it in the comments. We'll, we'll get your comments, I'm sure, in a moment. Gentlemen, is this the best first-round draw you've ever seen? Because I can't remember a better one, personally. This is it's unbelievable. Cer it's certainly up there. It's certainly up there. Don't get me wrong. There's a few I look at and go, eh, if this was a world championship, that would be an afternoon session game. But yes, in, in the main... Yeah, but I, I still think that despite them being afternoon session games at the world championship, every single game is a decent match-up. It's not like it's not yeah. like a it's not like a last ninety six of a first of a of a first round. Do you know what I mean? Not like it's like not yeah. like the first round of the world championships where there's some let's be honest dross. 
in the afternoon session. There yeah, are no. some get there are some sessions where they are a slog. Uh, YouTube comments are agreeing. Yes, it is. We'll come on to all your questions in a minute, guys. On there, I'm just teeing them up. Um, ready? Um, yeah, you just look through it. First up, Michael Van Gerwen against Christoph Ratajski. <laughs> what? A Easy draw. This. Are you worried? Easy draw. This for Ratajski. Are you worried? Nah, you've done enough. Get some stinkers. This time last year, weren't we saying the same about Jamie Hughes? Or bad draw for Michael. Jamie Hughes will take him out. Hashtag one three five later. We all know the rest. No, this is a Michael Van Gerwen where (laughs) this wasn't in as bad of a crisis as he is now. I did tell you this was coming. I was saying he was in a crisis last year. I'm, I'm just putting that out there. He wasn't um, in a crisis last then... year, though, was he? <laughs> <laughs> he just um, wasn't. And then Jose, de, and then Jose de Souza against Devin Peterson. <laughs> oh, oh, I could cry. I could, that top just of... that water of the draw, I could actually cry. James Wade, James Wade, Mervyn King. You spent two hours in a dentist having root canal, and I'm still in more pain seeing those eight names next week. <laughs> Adrian Lewis, Chris Dovey. <laughs> Um, Michael Smith, Dimitri Vandenberg. Mensal Sudovic. Sorry, sorry, I've, I've got to jump in here. Putting Dimi at 50 to 1 is a disgrace for the bookmakers. Absolute disgrace. He's a world match play champion. The only the only t- person to win a TV title under the closed doors format this year. I know he's playing against Bully Boy, but 50 to 1 in a game where you know where you could potentially it's a two sets. It's a first race two sets. It's it's absolute nonsense. I can't believe that he's he's behind some players. Absolute nonsense. Nonsense. I, 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 I think the knee injury. I think the knee injury might have something to do with it as well. Um, and and also the the price is based on the section of the draw he's in. He could get through to a semi though, potentially. Oh yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not big, but I can see the reasoning. Including him and four of them are better than him. He's the fifth best player in that part side of the draw. Maybe six. No, not. Absolute, nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Michael Smith's better than I'll him. Rob Cross's better than you... him. Gary Anderson's better than him. And Danny Nopper. No, right he's not. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. I'm not having that. I'll take you. I'll give you Gary and I'll give you Michael. I'm not having Rob Cross's better than Dimmy Vandenberg right now. No way. No way. How, how did Dimmy get on this weekend? How did he get on in the last TV tour, in the last TV major, in the ranked major? Where did Rob Cross, defending match Rob, play but, champion, where did he Where did he get knocked out? Oh, yeah, first round. Sorry. Yeah, Rob Cross right. is a better player Dimmy, than Dimitri Vandenberg. Get... No, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah, he I'm is. not having that. I'm not, I can't. He's not, I'm afraid. No, 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 no. no, so, no, right, no. I'm sorry. Right now, right now, so is Danny Nopper. He's no, far more he's consistent. not. Again, he's talking nonsense. Dimmy on a stage and Dimmy on a floor are two completely Where's different places. Like Dr. Where, Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. watching? Help us out here. Help us out here. Where's FDI? <laughs> right. Anyway. FDI said he was 284 to 1. Danny Nopper. <laughs> Tony Oppett and Ryan Searle make up that half. Bottom half of the draw, Peter Wright against Ryan Joyce. If I'm being honest, that's probably the nicest draw a seed could have yeah. got, potentially. Agreed. Um, yeah, agreed. yeah, definitely. Dave, Ch- Dave Chisnell, Glenn Durrant. <laughs> Hello. Last year's semi-finals um, are now Dar- round one game. 
Daryl Gurney, Joe Cullen. Again, both of them coming into a little bit of form here. Hello. Um, Johnny Clayton against Ian White. Love that. Clayton should win that. Clayton should win that. Gavin uh, Price, Jermaine Wasamina. Again, I think it's a fairly nice draw. That's another game. That's another. That's Ryan Joyce and Jermaine Watamina. I, I, I honestly genuinely believe that's a really good draw for the seeds there. Chris, I, I genuinely believe yeah. that the only one of the top three that's in danger of going out in round one is 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 the Green Machine. I'm sorry to say it, PB, but that he's the only one in danger. Brendan Dolan, Kim Hybrex. We'll brush over that comment, Jar. It's fine. We'll pretend you didn't say it. Um, Brendan Dolan against Kim Hybrex. <laughs> um, again, and Great. I'm not trying to say no over here. This could, be, this could be a good game for the. This could be a good game for the wrong reasons. I mean, this could be. This this should be an afternoon session game, really, shouldn't it? Let's be honest. About yeah, it. I'm not. If I'm being honest, I'm not sold on that game at all. Nope. In terms of pace and everything like that. Um, Nathan Aspinall against Gabriel that game is going to be again. that game is going to be odd. Yeah, and then last up, Jamie Hughes against Stephen Bunting. Right, everyone. As I said, whoever we comes through the top half on the yeah, whoever Go comes on, through the top half of the draw. By the way, whoever comes through the top half of the draw is going to have earned their way to the final. <laughs> that top half of the draw is stacked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the second I said, half we are going to do a full be... show on this. Next week, we are, so yeah, that's why we're we not going. Can't wait. We're, we're not going. We're not going deep on it this time. But last one on the Grand Prix before the show, tie of the round, Gob and Jar, and I'll give mine afterwards. Gob, you go first. Merv v James. Merv versus Wade. I just think they've both been around for a long, long time. They're both playing at a consistently good level, and I think it's intriguing that. We know full well James will go tops and tens and Merv will start 32. So it's that clash of styles to get in to start the leg as well. I think that makes it a really, really good tie. <laughs> so before I come to you, John, I'm going to be crying the entire time. Dolan versus Hybrax is when I enter the dishwasher. <laughs> That's a very good point, actually. She's, uh, Rach, you're absolutely um, spot on there. Christ, I'm, I'm probably not a person <laughs> yeah, but um, to say, P- right, Jar, PB, you're, you're, where's the neat vodka? The for, yeah, where's the neat, where's the neat vodka for Dolan Ibrex? Uh, this is a tough one, but I am going to go with. Uh, this is so tight, so tight. Um, I can make a case for about six, but I'm going to go with Jose against Dev. Uh, purely and simply because Jose Sousa is just mad, regardless of what happens. Dev can't. Dev also loves double sixteen and double eight. He's better. That that he's. I don't think there's a better hitter of that at the moment in the world than him at this current stage. And yeah, I, I think this would be a really good game of darts if, if Jose can continue to count and make sure that he doesn't just you know go for a treble at the start of a leg. We could have a really good game on our hands. Cool. I'm going. I'm looking again. I'm looking forward to this one. I'm looking forward to Chizzy Durham. I really am. I think this is a really intriguing yeah. game. Real intriguing. Yeah. Um, Will Chizzy's doubling, letting Dan. Yeah. Will, um, there's so many stories in that game. But <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, that, that's my one. Um, but yeah, like I said, everyone, we will do a full show on the Grand Prix m- Sunday or Monday. We're just waiting to hear from the PDC on some stuff, whether... I need to be isolating. When you need and, to be bubble. Stuff like that on yeah, when Monday. you need to be bubble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So as soon as we know what the protocol is, we'll 
let you know what day we were going to do the live lounge. But however, full show. Right, let's go through some of the questions. Let's rewind on them because there's been loads. And of course, get them in now if you're watching. We've got five, ten minutes to answer as many as you're we looking, can. Can I just have a quick pop the jar again? Of course you can. Because I've just looked at FDI <laughs> and all seven other players in that quarter of the draw are currently ranked higher than Dimitri Vandenberg. Well, I had this discussion with Mr. With FDI recently, actually. I had a discussion over the day and I explained to him that th there's a reason for that because on his floor, on the floor, Dibby is not good. And we know this, but now he's in the top 16. He's now on a stage and on a stage, he's reached the last three TV quarterfinals, ranked TV quarterfinals that he's been involved in. And he's gone on a wonder bloody thing. So, Gob, shut up. <laughs> we'll see, mate. We'll see. Right. We'll see. Right. Well, I've gone back to our Premier League chat. People agree and they think Ratajski may need to win a ranking title, like a TV title, to get in the Premier League. I think he's close. Um, do we think Adrian Lewis will ever come back to Adrian Lewis of old? Uh, I'm not sold on that, if I'm being honest, guys. You? No. No, never. I, I, think, I, I, think, sure. be, I think he'll always yeah. be a good. I think he'll always be a good. I was, good I was talking about him earlier. Actually, my group chat. One of the lads randomly posted earlier. Who had? Who has had the better career, Adrian Lewis or James Wade? Adrian Lewis. Not even a debate. <laughs> the way that James I looked at it, in my opinion, AD Lewis has underachieved. James Wade has overachieved. And I think, all right, it is, you say this with a pinch of salt. Without Phil Taylor, James Wade has massively overachieved. He's steady. Without Phil Taylor, I think James Wade's got three world titles. From five one up. How can you overachieve when you bottle a world championship semi final? You did. He hasn't made a world championship final. Of the I, two, of course, the talent. World championships with with count the God given talent they've got. Adrian Lewis has underachieved for a two-time world champion as early as he conquered the game. James Wade has massively overachieved for somebody who isn't capable of going and, and throwing the 110 averages that we're seeing nowadays in the game as often as anybody else. I agree. I think Adrian Lewis has underachieved for his, for his talent. Massively. He's a two-time he world champion. He's, a, he's only the eighth player in history to be a two a world champion, a twice world champion. How many other events has the two-time world champion won? One more than Raymond Van Barneveld. And he's crap. We've established Bob. that. <laughs> 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 he's not. Let's do this. Well, let's go. Let's go. Right. So, do you know what the last time Barney won a ranking televised event, I was just starting secondary school. I was starting secondary school. From Charlie Keen Barry, what a young player. Yeah, agreed. For me, he's the best youngster in wild arts at the moment. It depends on what you call youngster. Correct. I don't know. There we go. 
Um, just got oh, a random one, Mickey Mansell. Okay, yeah, um, Mickey, nice guy. Don't know, don't know where we're going on that one. But um, Irish. Yeah, it was the Irish Darts point. Yeah, completely. Oh, okay. I was, I'm just going for the question. Like, Mickey Mansell's like, I'm not sure where we're going on that one. Um, Philip, <laughs> seeds crashing out before the quarterfinals. Quite possibly for the World Grand Prix. Don't Ooh. disagree there. Uh, Rachel, handbags, gents. Uh, yes, you Always. Sorry, Dad. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Oh, Lendl from FDI is on. Nopper and Cross both better than Dimitri Jar. Lendl, Lendl. No, it's wrong, I'm <laughs> um, I'm sorry, FDI. I love yeah. you. I love you, but no, Thank you're you. wrong on this one. I'm afraid. Sorry, lad. Um, Patrick is Dirk Van Dyvenbode able to walk on to his hardcore music? Completely up to Please. sky, mate. Um, what the chainsaw? Let's not the chainsaw. After the weekend, shall we? Um, <laughs> if, if you notice, on, on, they do, on, on, on the Euro Tour, players walk on to what they actually want to walk on to, not what yeah. they're told to walk on to. Um, because that's the, 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 the Euro Tour. The, the Euro Tour DJ is the greatest. He's the GOAT. I absolutely love it. Tell you what, I haven't <laughs> heard him play though. I only came the other day. I am fuming that we haven't heard I've got my ticket to the darts on the Euro Tour because I only came across this like last week. Someone t- like put it on Twitter and I saw it on YouTube. Like, what madness is that? But why is that not on the Euro Tour playlist? However, the Euro Tour DJ should be elevated to knighthood status for his exploits over the weekend. Absolute genius. To be fair, I think he got sacked at one point. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was off about an hour, he wasn't he? Couple, he did a couple of Barneys. He just went to an exhibition instead of where he was supposed to be. <laughs> uh, Very true. Uh, Reese, best, best player ever. Let's start a debate. We're going to do a show on that, mate. No. Don't worry about it. That is going to be a, no. That's going to be a complete live lounge show when we've got a break in between tournaments or whatever. It could get Probably messy. January, no doubt. Probably yeah. January. Um, <laughs> Owen, sorry if you guys have already talked about this, but where do you think the World Champions would be this year? Well, funny you should say that. It all kicked Ooh. off a little bit this evening, didn't it, gentlemen? Um, and it did. I may be able to bring you some more answers on that. I am doing a interview with Matt Porter on Wednesday. So we may be able to bring some clarification on our YouTube channel later on. But I thought Barry's interview with Sky was quite telling, gentlemen, that I think we are heading to Europe for the World Championships. Get the lader, get the lederhosen out, boys. We're going to Germany or Austria. And I can't wait. <laughs> I, I I think I, I think it was quite a telling line in the bit he did with Sky Sports. It's interesting, though, because it's, it's rather interesting because you got obviously you got Matt saying at one stage the world will not be moving from Alexandra Palace, and then you've got Barry going, nope, it can be moving. I, it's very interesting how it's all changed. I imagine it's all changed recently, obviously, with the government's um, thing that fans probably won't be back in before the end of the year. Yeah, which again, that's that's another debate there. Fans all over Europe this weekend in darts, football, Formula One. Boris, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not, not having it. I'm not having it. No, 
so, some of the Boris memes over the last week have genuinely had me in tears. Absolute tears. <laughs> yeah, they've been brilliant. Um, been brilliant. Um, absolutely been the, brilliant. Yeah. I, I just think that as a country, we're being left behind here, that everywhere else in Europe is doing it. Over in America, they're in for 15,000 events. Is it this weekend or next weekend for the NFL? Jar, you're the fan, I believe. Is it red on? Yeah. <laughs> Matt Marino was involved, mate. He was the fan until his team started 1-0 and and now 1-2, and and he's crying about it. Um, mate, that's, that's, but, that's my yeah, fantasy team he's... as well. My fantasy team's absolute garbage. <laughs> Yeah, is, is is it fifteen thousand uh, having it at one of the NFL games? Is it this weekend coming? Yeah, they are. Yeah, uh, both uh, they, they actually had six thousand in in Cleveland uh, for the game between Cleveland and Washington this weekend. Uh, also, as well, big news coming out of Florida at the moment that they want a full Super Bowl stadium. That's in February, and we're not having fans in at all at the moment for the next six months. Telling, very very telling indeed. Yeah, look, I'm not saying COVID isn't bad, but when the rest of the world are doing it. And we're not not convinced on that, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, right, everyone, last few questions. There's some stupid ones here, so let's go through them. What's the R1479 data, data's back? No, it's, he oh. says 180. He, he, he actually says, he actually says there, Adam says there, what's easier, 180 in darts? Oh, 180 is easier, 100%. A 180 is easier to hit than a 147. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a, nine dart, a nine dart is more difficult, but a nine dart is more difficult, but not a 180. Ooh. Best, best consistent I'm, I'm, I'm 147 on that. Yeah, but you can fluke a 147. Sure. 100%. You can't fluke yeah, a nine dart. It's more shorts. Yeah, but you can still fluke part of it. Technically, well, I know it wouldn't happen, but you could technically fluke every ball with a 147. Yeah, you could fluke two darts of a nine darter. How can you fluke no. two darts? Well, you're throwing you're it for a triple twenty. You put it in a nineteen or a bullseye. If you're throwing for a treble twenty, you're not going to get a treble nineteen. Not unless you're absolute pony. Have you seen some of the idiots I've played darts with? <laughs> <laughs> um, that debate will rumble on yeah I'm sure it's, it's uh, awful yeah, no, I'm sorry you're wrong I'm afraid God but that's fine you normally are on these you're not, you, need a wider, you need a wider range of skills there's more variables to go wrong you need to repeat the same thing seven out of nine times for a one for a nine data you need two so things to do that seven straight, to, to do that seven straight times is ridiculously tough. I've gone back to back. Right. You're You're done. Done. crap. What back to back trouble ones? <laughs> oh <laughs> PB sounds like PB a match is coming on yeah. at this stream. Um Lendor, right, can you right. put me on the FBI um, rankings when I'll bash Phil six nil, please? Well, no, because your points will be minus. Put it on the Modus League. Yeah, put it, I say, put it on the Modus League as, as an exhibition. Get me in the Modus League. Get me in the Modus League. This is what the fans have been waiting for. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd happily watch that. Anyway, I'm great. telling you now, you get at least uh, 300 where? people watching. Uh, <laughs> I'll bring the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
what is the big in big in the nickname for Big Dev? Have you seen this? Have you met Devin Peterson in real life? He's just massive. He is, <laughs> he is built like a brick shit Honestly, it's the size of his shoulders. I've never seen anything. It's like He Man. I'm yeah. six he's foot one, and twenty stone, and the, the man towers head. over me. Like, yeah, he is <laughs> also big as well. The size pretty... of his head. The size of his head, right? By the way, he probably get into my mate's running team. My mate's fantasy running team as a, you know, fantasy NFL team as a running back because he's got all of them got massive heads like Dev. Like he's built so big, it's yeah. ridiculous. He is absolutely. He's huge. like you've accidentally. Well, like you've got a photo on your phone and you've accidentally zoomed in to one hundred twenty-five percent. Yeah. But we love him, by the way. We should stress <laughs> that. You know, can't wait yeah. to do the interview yeah. with him next week. <laughs> Yeah, um, right. That looks like it's the end of the questions. And it's always a pleasure to have you all joining us on the Live Lounge. Of course, if you haven't yet, head over to our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe, turn notifications on, because there is an absolute truck load of content heading there this week, not to be missed. We have Queen of the Palace, Fallon Sherrick, PDC Chief Exec, Matt Porter, Big Dev Peterson joining us. And of course, <laughs> Joe Davis, just arranged as we were on air. So there is loads coming up. And, of course, the Grand Prix coverage starting. We will let you know the dates as always. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us as always. I'm Phil Bars, joined by Jala Feetan and Jack Gobby-Garwood. Gentlemen, we should be back next week. Don't worry, Gob, I won't drop any lines in this week, but you have to put a disclaimer out. You're fine on this one. <laughs> I think the Take takeaway care, is this week we actually do all agree on something no more Barney ACAST powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend the Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs>